It's a new year, Friday afternoon after 5 o'clock. Oh, yeah. It's time for Ask the Preacher with John Freed. Get your Bible questions ready. Ask the Preacher. It's brought to you by Believer's Fellowship. And here's John. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy New Year to you. I know we are a whole week into the new year. It seems like six months have passed, and it's only been a week. It's only been a few days, but uh, listen, I'm sorry I wasn't with you here live last week. One week ago was actually uh, New Year's Eve night, and so uh, we took the night off, and so Sean Hannity filled in for me. Uh, thank you, Sean, very much. Um, that's a little bit of a joke, folks, but uh, so he's on this program uh, a couple hours before we come on, and uh, and we come on that last hour on, on Friday, so uh, we just, uh, his show continued on, but uh, anyway, I just think it's pretty cool to be able to say Sean Hannity filled in for me last week. Thank you, Sean. Uh, so, but folks, this week in the studio live so much to talk about. I, um, you know, unfortunately, many of you end up, uh, maybe you're driving home, you'll get home, shut off the car, go inside, maybe listen for an extra moment or two before you do. But most people won't be able to hear the entire program. Um, and so listen as much as you can. There's so many things to cover. Uh, it's been a, a couple weeks since we've been with you live Christmas before New Year's, and we were not here live in the studio either. And there's so much to talk about, so much going on. I want to be an encouragement to you. I want to be a help to you. And the reality is there's so much going on. It's, it's, uh, it actually makes you, to some degree, want to throw your hands up in despair, just give up, give in. Uh, we'll talk about uh, some people that, that seem to be caving in right now politically. Uh, but this is, although this is not necessarily a Christian radio station, this is a Christian program here. And uh, I've had some conversations uh, with some people concerning politics, concerning Christianity, concerning uh, the, the church, the position of, of the church, generally speaking, in politics, uh, what people think that pastors' positions should or shouldn't be concerning politics, and, and uh, I have some very interesting conversations on a regular basis with a variety of, of people. Uh, but something that has come out a little more recently is this. It, it seems to me that in America, the people that are fighting most to save the founding integrity of America are what is called patriots. Uh, patriots have taken on a negative term uh, in, in many political circles. And, you know, just uh, yesterday was the anniversary of January 6th. Well, to be honest, it was just another day, January 6th. But a year ago, you get this claim that the biggest attack on the democracy of America happened just one year ago. We'll talk a little bit about that for a moment. But uh, what is interesting to me is, is that patriots, whether they are Christians or whether they're just Americans, uh, it doesn't really matter in one sense what religious or if any religious affiliation they are. These patriots seem to be standing up for the freedoms and the foundations of America. And what I find most interesting is that these freedoms and foundations line up so well with the Word of God, with Christian doctrine, with Bible doctrine. Uh, maybe not every 
doctrine in the sense of, you know, you have denominations that have different doctrines, but I'm talking about the fundamentals, um, the fundamentals of God being the creator and God giving freedom. Uh, The Scripture says that Jesus came uh, to set us free. It is for freedom that he came to set us free. So these fundamentals of liberty, uh, which were the founding of the nation of the United United States of America— Uh, Before there was the United States of America, there were the people that came to this land for religious freedom. They were leaving religious persecution. I find it very interesting, the statements that get made by uh, particular senators uh, like like Nadler, who says basically people's religious views have uh, no bearing whatsoever on, on the U.S. Senate and U.S. government. Well, it should have a bearing because our government was founded on the foundation of biblical principles. So there's, there's so much to, to talk about concerning that. But really what I, what I want to do is uh, encourage you not to give up hope and to continue to push forward and not to cave in. See, what, what happens is uh, it, it, it's such a big fight. It's such a big hurdle, such a big mountain, whatever terms work for you, uh, that people grow weary in time and they just simply give up. Uh, it's, it's interesting to me to see the number of, of people that were against vaccine mandates and, and against those types of things several months ago, and then I'm finding out that they're going and getting the vaccine or whatever. And then you might say, well, but they did that on their own free choice. That, that's, that's true. Maybe that'd be the case. Maybe they didn't do it because of a mandate. But the, the problem that I have is it's difficult to fight for things and to fight for freedoms when so many people um, end up giving in easily. Now, I may not make friends today. I'm not really here to make friends. Um, I'm, I'm here to, to tell you what I consider to be truth. And, uh, and, and I think if you'll, if you'll listen to me, I can be of, uh, of, of help to you. Uh, the biggest thing that I, I want you to do as an individual is to be able to live according to the integrity of your heart. Now, let me qualify that because your heart can be wicked and evil, and you shouldn't live according to that integrity. Integrity. You should live according to the integrity of your heart that is based upon the Word of God, the foundation of what is holy, the foundation of what is good, the foundation of what is honest and true. That's what our heart should be founded on, and then when we stand on that foundation, we're standing on good ground. We're standing on on good ground. And so, I, I want to be able to encourage you today to take on strength and, and to not give up. Um, there's uh, some, some situations going on right now with, with senators that are, that are fighting some particular things, and, and, uh, and, and I, I want you to uh, encourage them not to cave in, uh, especially some Republican senators. And I, I wish I had their phone numbers immediately for you, but there are websites very easy to find out. Uh, Senator contacts. When we come back, maybe I'll have some of those answers for you. But we're going to talk a little bit about um, uh, about some COVID stuff that's going on. We'll talk a little bit of, about the uh, pro-life movement. We're going to talk about how you can stay engaged in the fight for your own well-being, for your own mental sanity, and for your own spiritual strength. You're listening to Ask the Preacher. My name is John Freed. I'm glad you're with me today. Hang on for the rest of the hour, all the way till just about 6 o'clock for more. Uh, We'll be back in just a couple minutes. 
Right now, though, let's get back to more of Ask the Preacher. Brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church, located in North Socrum Loop in North Lakeland. Here's John Freed. Uh, good afternoon, Lakeland. Glad to uh, be back live in the studio with you today. Talking about a lot of things that are going on around the nation, but I want to tell you in just a couple moments about something that's happening right here in our own backyard. Matter of fact, this uh, this station ends up signaling over into this area, over into Plant City. Big event happening tomorrow, Saturday, January the 8th, in Plant City at the Strawberry Festival Fairgrounds at the Amphitheater. I'll tell you about that in just a moment, but I want to finish what I was talking about before um, with with some, some senators that are uh, kind of getting weak. Of course, I some of these I've known <laughs> known to be weak for for a little bit here, and and one of them is uh, Mitt Romney. He's been a little weak for a while, but uh, nonetheless, there's. Uh, three Republican senators. You've got uh, Senator Mitt Romney from Utah, Roger Wicker uh, from Mississippi, and and Thorne Tillis from North Carolina. Um, those guys are are very easily about to cave in and give in to uh, Chuck Schumer's election fraud stuff going on. Um, and you know what I find interesting is that their their claim to uh, rid America from election fraud. In my view, and in so many others' view, actually is election fraud or will create election fraud. Um, you know, f- folks, it's, it's just real simple. Illegal aliens should not be voting in American elections. If you're a legal citizen, if you, if you are a legal citizen, you should be able to vote. Absolutely. And, of course, there's other things that might eliminate that. But um, people who just show up here should not be able to vote. Um, and, and so – I want to uh, – here's my point. I, I want you to be able to contact your senators uh, or other senators for that matter and say, hey, um, don't you dare let this election fraud thing uh, bill as – as what it's called, election fraud bill. But in, in, in itself, I think it is fraudulent. But uh, I'm going to tell you about a website. If I were to try to tell you governors and, and senators and, and – uh, well, senators specifically, if I were to try to tell you their contact information, you wouldn't remember. You probably wouldn't write it down, but you might remember this. Very simple and easy website, contactsenators.com. So well, I want to contact senators. What do I do? Go to contactsenators.com. And what it will give you is very easily a breakdown by state of the two senators from every state in the 50 United States of America. And so you just go in alphabetical order. You find the state. You find the senator. You click on their name, and it will tell you the ways you can contact them by phone, by mailing something, by emailing something. So, again, contact senators. Dot com. Now, why, while we are on that note, I want to tell you about something else that, that we will be asking our church uh, people to consider doing, and uh, we'll be passing out a card this Sunday to the folks that, that come to Believer's Fellowship up on the north side of town, whether they come to 9 a.m. This is a plug, by the way. Whether they come at 9 a.m. on Sunday or whether they come at 11 a.m., they'll get a postcard that says, please take a moment to call Senator Joe Manchin. Now, why would we say call Senator Joe Manchin? Well, first of all, that man right there, although he is registered Democrat, in my view, he is nearly one of the only senators that's standing up for and, and stopping this uh, socialistic push 
this communistic Marxist agenda that is just being crammed down our throats through the Senate, uh, and especially in some of these Build Back Better. Well, the BBB, the Build Back Better Joe Biden plan, is not better. It's destructive, and Joe Manchin is standing in the way. Thank God for Senator Joe Manchin. So um, I'll just tell you his number, Senator Joe Manchin, 202-224-3954. It's, uh, it's public information. That's his office line. And so here's what we're asking people to do. Call that number, 202-224-3954. And again, you can find any senator's uh, contact information by visiting contactsenators.com. But this is what you should do concerning Joe Manchin. Let him know that you appreciate his bold stand against the globalist Build Back Better agenda. Now, why would we call that a globalist Build Back Better agenda? Well, if you listen to news reports from various countries all over the world, they use that term. That's not a Joe Biden uh, alone initiative. It's in America, but it's a globalist agenda. The Build Back Better terminology is part of a globalist agenda, and Joe Manchin is standing in the way and uh, helping to save America. And we just want to say thank you, Joe Manchin. Um, Okay, so here's another reason to call Senator Joe Manchin at 202-224-3954. That would be to say, we're praying for you. We're praying for your family. We're praying that the Lord would continue to grant boldness to you to stand up for what is right, to stand up to protect the American way and American citizens and, and not go this Marxist, globalist, socialist, communist agenda. And so we want to say we're praying for you. Senator Joe Manchin. Now, I don't like everything about Senator Joe Manchin, but he has seen something here that is going to send America into destruction, and he's standing up. And so I applaud him, and I pray for him concerning that. And so uh, anyway, and then lastly, just to encourage, um, want to encourage you to encourage your family and your friends to do the same thing, to join you in contacting your your senators and and, uh, encouraging them what to stand up for, uh, namely Joe Manchin, and saying thank you. Thank you for standing in the way. Now, right now, uh, Joe Manchin is uh, at the at the edge of potentially caving on uh, the election thing. And what's happening there is these things get muddled together. Well, uh, the election thing and the and the finance thing to get thrown into the same ball of wax. That kind of stuff shouldn't happen. But we don't have time to get into all of all of those issues today. I want to tell you, pay attention to this next announcement. I want to tell you about an event coming tomorrow in Plant City, Florida. Now, this is a, a a big event. It would be considered a national scale event, and it's happening right here in our own backyard, Plant City, Florida. It is called The Renewal. The website is therenewal2022.org, therenewal2022.org. And uh, so a bunch of people will be there. It is now a free event. If you will go to therenewal2022.org slash cork. C-O-R-K. You can get free tickets. Free tickets. The Renewal2022.org slash cork will give you, you can register for for free tickets. It starts tomorrow morning about 9 a.m. and uh, it runs all the way till 5 a.m. So here's the lineup. Here's the people that will will be there. Sidney Powell, if you know who Sidney Powell is. Mike Lindell, if you know who he is. Louis Gohmert, Ben Carson, Stephen Briggs, Bob Dees, Dave Diaz, uh, on the ministry side of things, you have guys like Phil Inlow. You have the Jessups. 
the Isaacs, Guy Pinrod, Jonathan Kahn. Back to the political side of things, you've got people like Michelle Bachman. Uh, just, just an amazing, amazing, amazing line. On the, on the ministry side, you have Rick Scarborough going to be there. Dan Fisher. Dan Fisher runs one of the most amazing uh, presentations of the black-robed regiment. That's part of American history. It's the preachers of American history that, that motivated the people of America, namely those that were in the church, to stand up against the tyranny of government way back uh, in the 1700s. This is right at the time of our 1776 freedom and the birth of our great nation. Dan Fisher, Bill Federer, Paul Blair, an amazing event lineup tomorrow. Uh, Paul Pickern, he's a local guy, close friend of mine. Uh, he'll be one of the speakers as well. The Renewal 2022.org slash cork, C-O-R-K. Uh, that'll give you free it, uh, registration. Of course, you can just go to the Renewal 2022.org, pay $25, and, uh, and help to fund the thing. But um, if you've never heard Mike Lindell speak, uh, if you've ever heard guys like Kent Christmas, if you've ever heard uh, some of those guys, they're, they're David Barton. David Barton will be there. These are these are amazing presenters. Just uh, I, I really enjoy hearing Mike Lindell speak. He's kind of all over the place, and I, and I like that. I'm an all over the place kind of guy myself. But he speaks with conviction. He speaks with passion. Uh, and and the the Lord has rescued his life from drugs. And, uh, and he loves this great nation, and he wants to see it turn. So anyway, it'll be a great, a great event, and I would encourage you to go. That's tomorrow in Plant City at the Strawberry Festival Amphitheater. Free tickets by going to therenewal2022.org slash cork. Hey, when we come back, we will uh, talk more about maintaining spiritual strength. You're listening to Ask the Preacher. My name is John Freed. I'm the pastor at Believer's Fellowship Church. You can look us up on the web, believersfellowship.com. We'll be back in just a few minutes with more Ask the Preacher. Time to get your Bible questions answered. It's Ask the Preacher, heard every Friday from 5 until 6 o'clock, right here on Talk Radio 96.7. Brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church. And here's our host for the hour, John Free. Well, Eric, I hear your introduction, and uh, you reminded me that it is a question and answer talk show. I haven't uh, mentioned anything about the phone number into the studio. So just to make sure I do it at least once today, the phone number live into the studio is 863-682-1430. 863-682-1430. You can call in with a question or, or comment. Um, it doesn't bother me if you call in or not today. I have um, plenty of things that I, that I want to share, but uh, you're certainly welcome to do so. Uh, there's, there's many, many, many events that I could be telling you about right now, but I've just mentioned right before we went on the bottom of the hour break about the renewal2022.org, um, the renewal happening in Plant City it's a live event in person. All of those people that I mentioned, Mike Lindell, Sidney Powell, uh, Kevin Jessup, um, David Barton, uh, Dan Fisher, Paul Blair, all of these great, 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 great guys uh, and, and gals that will be coming and speaking. They will all be there in person, and uh, you should be there in person as well. You can go to the renewal2022.org slash cork, C-O-R-K. 
therenewal2022.org slash cork and uh, get free registration thanks to sponsors that covered the cost of the rest of the tickets. Um, anyway, but if you can't be there in person, it's going to be all over the Internet. Uh, Mike Lindell's uh, frankspeech.com will, uh, will have it aired. Uh, the Victory Channel. I like the Victory Channel. The Victory Channel will have it aired uh, online, that is. Um, CTN on your television and online will uh, will have it aired. So that's just three places. There's about, uh, I think, a dozen different television networks that are carrying the event. So if you can't go in person, uh, hunt around online, find it and, and watch it as much as you can and uh, and just be a part of uh, of people. This is this is what it's what it's about. It's not it's not about being angry about what's going on. It's about doing something. And it's about getting our own hearts and our own minds in line with what is righteous and with what is good. It's about renewing our mind with the Word of God, which helps us to conduct our own manners properly. See, the problem with America is not America. It's, it's, the, it's not the founding of America. The problem with America is we stopped keeping our mind renewed or focused on the Word of God. We got away from godly principle. And when we got away from godly principle, our country began to fail. People began to become bitter and angry and, and, and hate one another. Government began to overstretch its, its bounds, and people began to let them. And so the solution to the American problem is Christ. The solution to my problem problems in life is Christ. It's Jesus, and it's found in the Word of God. The solution to your problems in life, whatever your problems might be, is found in the Word of God. And, and so when we, when we dig into Scripture, yes, it's, it's true that we find a right way to live, but the reality is really this. When we dig into, strip, into Scripture and then we find Jesus and we become born again, we become a new person. So it's not just that we found a new way to live. We actually become a new person. That's what being born again is, is all about. Man, when you, when you really surrender your life to Jesus and you recognize that, that who he is and, and what he did for you on the cross and you just surrender, you say, man, I, I, got, I got nothing to offer. God, if you could do something with my life, I call upon your name, Jesus. Forgive me. Cleanse me. Come into my life. When you say those words, then you invite the Creator and the Savior to come in. You, you become born again. You become a new creature. Old things passed away. Behold, all things have become new. It's not just all of a sudden you've, you've become, well, I'm going to try to do what's good. Well, I'm glad you're going to try to do what's good. But when you become a new person, uh, the, the doing good part comes naturally from the inside because the Holy Spirit, God's Spirit, the Holy Spirit begins to help you in a whole new way. That's really in reality, that's what the renewal is all about. America, the people of the United States, must come back to that position to say, God, we have strayed from your word. We have strayed from your instruction. We must come back to it. A couple of years ago, there was an event in D.C. called The Return. These are actually the same organizers of that event called The Return, but this is The Renewal, and it's down here in our own backyard, and you should go. TheRenewal2022.org. Uh, so as, 
as believers, as as Christians, we might could say, you know, sometimes I don't even, I don't necessarily like to identify myself with all Christians. You might say, oh my gosh, this this guy, he's so messed up. No, it's this, it's the truth. Christianity has become weak in so many ways, and you know, half the the Christians out there have become woke. And uh, you know, the reality is, when you when your eyes have been turned to Christ, you are awakened already in Him. I don't need to become woke. I have been awakened by the giver of life, and his principles are in the word. So, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of problems that we have in, in the world. But again, back to the, what I was saying before, all the solutions are, are in the scriptures, and it begins with giving your life to Jesus. Um, but, so, but once you do that and you are standing up for what is right and you're standing up for, for what is righteous and what is good, uh, how do you keep standing uh, when when stuff seems to be going wrong, when when stuff seems to be hard, you know, how how do you how do you keep standing? Well, you just do. I, I know that I know that sounds bad. I'll give you a little bit more more help in in just a moment. But having done all to stand, you stand. Having done all to stand, stand therefore. This is in Ephesians chapter six. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. You, you put on the full armor of God. Ephesians 6, 13, the beginning of that verse says this, Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And have, after you have done everything to stand, stand. So you get prepared to stand, and then you simply Stand. You, you, you have to keep going. If, if we give in, if we give up, it's over. Don't give up now. I mean, some people throw in the towel too soon. They say, well, we're not going to save anything. Just give up now. You make it that much harder for those that are still contending for what is good, for those that are still contending for what is righteous. You make it that much harder for them to stand. If you can imagine 10,000 people on a battlefield that are all together, and then all of a sudden 3,000 give up. Well, if you were losing with 10,000, how much more do you think you're going to be able to, to, to win with, with 7,000? On the other hand, there's the God factor. Gideon's army, 33,000 men, chopped down by the instruction of God, broke that number down all the way to 300. Gideon's men won every battle. Because it was the power of God. Folks, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that if we will return to God, if you will return to God as a person, if your family will return to God as a family, if our city, Lakeland, will return to God, our county, Polk County, our state, Florida, our nation, the United States of America, if we will return to God and renew our thinking with the word and begin to do again what is righteous and what is just and what is holy, what is good, what is pure, our nation will be saved by the mighty hand of God. It's, 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 what, it's what happens. It's what happens when you turn to God. He begins to fight your battles for you. I, I don't think America is finished. I don't think God is finished with America. I, I want to read this scripture to you. In Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27, it says, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all of the inward parts of the belly. Why would I... I bring up the Spirit. Let me give it to you in a different translation. My hope for you, this is a different translation, same verse, Proverbs 20, 27. 
This is, uh, it said, my hope for you is that your spirit will be strong and that you will be healthy and, and prosperous. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I messed up two different. <laughs> Forgive me, folks. I gave you the wrong. Uh, I, I gave you two different things. The human, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. So let me give that to you. Sorry. In a different translation, the spirit, the conscience of man is the lamp of the Lord. It searches and examines all the innermost parts of your being. I want the Lord to search and examine me. I want him to look inside me and say, John, this isn't right on the inside of you, and I'm going to deal with this. I want to root this out of your life, and I want to replace it with something that is good. How does that process begin? That process begins by letting a candle be lit, by letting God, by inviting him. So you, right now, wherever you are, you could say, Lord, I need your help. God, I don't know you or maybe you know him a little, or maybe you don't know him at all, but you say, I need your help. Help me. Would you come and search me and begin to do a work on the inside of me? Now, why would you ask him? Well, because his desire, this is where I was going. Sorry, I messed up the two translations for you. Because his desire for you is that you would prosper and be in health. Now, that's 3 John chapter 1 and verse 2. 3 John 1, 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. In other words, my hope for you is that your spirit will be strong and that you will be healthy and prosperous. You say, man, I'm just feeling weak. I'm feeling overrun. I, I, I just feel like I should just give up. I can't, I can't run this thing. You cry out to Jesus and you say, help me, search me, strengthen me. And that's where it begins. And he will answer you and come into your life and begin to renew you day by day. You're listening to Ask the Preacher. My name is John Freed. I'm happy to be here with you today. One segment left of the program. In just a couple minutes after this break, we'll cap things off. Thanks for listening today. We'll uh, talk again in just a couple minutes. Fourth and final segment, so let's get back to it. It's Ask the Preacher. Here's John. Only a few minutes left, so uh, hang in there to the finish line. I'm going to Kind of go quick here because I want you to see some things. And uh, again, one last time, I just want to remind you about the Renewal 2022 um, right here in Plant City website, the Renewal2022.org. Uh, get your registration, get your tickets. It's free if you visit the right page, the Renewal2022.org slash cork, C O R K. I don't know why, but that's what it is. And um, anyway, and then also, oh man, um, Rick Green. Patriot Academy, Constitution Coach. Rick Green is coming to Believer's Fellowship later at the end of the month. I'll have some time to tell you about that program. He's also coming on a Saturday, a big event uh, being put on by the uh, faith-based Republican Party of West Polk County, or the Republican Club, rather. Faith-based Republican Club of uh, West Polk County is putting on an event, and that's uh, happening. You can go to Eventbrite and search for things for Rick Green and get your tickets for that. It's kind of a big deal, a uh, big dinner afterwards, 75 bucks or something like that to get your ticket for that. And uh, we'll tell you more as the time approaches. But you can follow me on Facebook. I don't do a whole lot on Facebook, but I do post some events and some things from time to time. My name is John, J-O-N, Freed, F-R-I-E-D-T. By the way, that will help you with my own personal email, J-O-N-F-R-I-E-D-T at hotmail.com. Yes, I use the old hotmail. All right. 
I want to share something with you out of the life of David, and I've got about four minutes to get this out to you. And so um, in Psalm chapter 18, verses 1 and 2, David said, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. They say, wow, man, David's awesome. Look how, look how strong he views God. Well, I want to share a story with you. It's a real story in the life of David. It comes out of the book of 1 Samuel chapter 30. 1 Samuel chapter 30, in the beginning there of the, of the chapter, verse 1 says, David and his men reached Ziklag on the third day. Ziklag is a city. Uh, now the Amalekites had raided the Negev and Ziklag. Uh, that's two, two cities. They raided those two cities, and they had attacked Ziglag and burned it and had taken captive all of the women and everyone else that was in it, both young and old, and they killed none of them, but they captured all of them and carried them off, went on their way. Verse 3, when David and his men reached Ziglag, that was a, a, an Israeli town, so it's David's city, when David and his men reached Ziglag, they found it destroyed by fire, and all of their wives and sons and daughters were taken captive. And so David and his men, they wept aloud until they had no more strength because of their weeping. David's two wives had been captured, uh, Ahinoam of Jezreel, they have crazy names, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of, Kamal, uh, of Carmel. Um, anyway, verse 6, David was greatly distressed because the men were talking about stoning him, and each one was angry in his spirit, bitter in his spirit because of their sons and daughters. But David found strength in the Lord his God. So here's the reason why I'm reading this story to you. Here that one of the biggest catastrophes you can imagine. Their cities have been burned down. All of their, their, their wives, their children, they've, they've all been taken captive. Uh, my goodness, if there's ever a reason just to, to give up, that would be it. They cried and wept until they had no more strength. The guys wanted to, everybody wanted to kill David because it was his fault that he took them away to battle and those two cities got raided. But David found strength in the Lord his God. Verse 7, David said to Abathiar, the priest, the son of, Amalek, uh, uh, of Ahimelech, bring me the ephod, which was the holy part of the holy garment. And Abathar brought it to him. David inquired of the Lord. He went to the Lord and he said, shall I pursue this raiding party and will I overtake them? And the Lord answered, pursue them. You will certainly overtake them and succeed in the rescue. So David and his 600 men, they went, long story short, and they got all their stuff back. Now, they had been fighting in battle for a long time. They were tired. They were weary. Some of the men could not even go in and fight, and they had to stay back and, and watch camp. Uh, but nonetheless, those that went ahead won the battle and regained everything, and they all got the reward. What, I'm, what am I trying to tell you? What I'm, what I'm trying to tell you is don't make decisions in a state of weakness until you have gone to God and received strength. Go to God and receive strength. If you're going through a marriage struggle and you're ready to throw in the towel and you're like, I'm just so tired of fighting for my marriage, it's over, forget it, I give up. Before you throw in that towel, go get alone with God for a few hours or a day or two or whatever. Receive strength from God and receive direction from Him. You're going through a financial struggle, uh, whatever it is. Maybe you're being pressed at your job concerning the vaccine or, or whatever. Or maybe you're fearful concerning COVID. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is, before you make the decision, 
uh, out of a out of a state of frustration or out of a state of weakness. Go get before God. Receive strength from Him. Cry out to Jesus. Say, "Help me, God. Speak to me." And get quiet before Him. Get quiet before Him and let Him give you strength. Let Him give you instruction. And when He does that, you can walk in faith, knowing that the answer that He gives you is for your rescue, for your help, for your restoration, because he loves you and he desires for you to prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Hey, thanks for listening to Ask the Preacher today. My name is John Freed. I'm the pastor at Believers Fellowship Church up on the north side of town. I'd like to invite you to come join us. Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. We will soon in February be doing a big building remodel and uh, having tent services outside. There'll be one service then, and then we'll move into our new facilities. There'll be one service also. But uh, anyway, I appreciate you listening to Ask the Preacher. Visit us online, believersfellowship.com. Visit us in person Sunday mornings at 9 and 11 for now, soon to be 10, and Wednesday nights at 7. Good day, God bless you, and Happy New Year.